everybody, it's me, Katie Asaurus, and welcome back to Infinite Quest. This week on Infinite Quest, we're going to be answering the question, is ADHD real? The answer won't surprise you. Before we begin, we've got a couple of announcements. The first is that we've announced our tour schedule. So go over to infinitequestpodcast.com and click on tour dates. Uh, and you can check out all of the different places that we're going to be appearing. And if you don't see us appearing in a place that you want us to appear, reach out to your convention organizer, send us an email, let us know where you'd like to see us, what conventions you want us to visit, uh, and we'll, uh, you know, see what we can do. Next, we also just want to remind you that we are T minus 15 days until Eric relocates here to Georgia to hopefully make Infinite Quest our long-term sustainable day job. And so if you're interested in supporting Infinite Quest and the work and the advocacy that we do, you can uh, help us out by visiting patreon.com slash infinite quest. Speaking of being on tour, Eric and I went on a little uh, podcast tour last week and we appeared on the American Sex Podcast with Sunny Megatron. Sunny Megatron is an incredible sex educator and advocate and just honestly, generally all around kick ass human being. And I just genuinely want to be her when I grow up. Uh, so go show Sunny and Ken a little bit of love and check out our episode over on the American Sex Podcast. And last but not least, if you haven't been checking out the D&D game that I'm playing with Critical Bard and Offbeat Outlaw and Danny Phantom and Sunset Bruise and TPK Corso over on the Lark Networks on Saturday night at 8 p.m., you should, because it's some goddamn fucking phenomenal D&D. So go check that out. Uh, go check out all the stuff that we're doing. And now, without further ado, here's the thing that you came for, our podcast. Transition. <laughs> Hi, everybody, it's me, Katie Soros, and welcome to this week's episode of Infinite Quest, where it's just me, alone, because Eric has once again wandered off to go get water, even though he knew for a full five hours before we started recording that we were going to be recording, and he could have filled this water bottle, but he waited until the precise and exact moment that we were starting recording to get his water. So. It's just you and me, folks. It's just you and me here, alone by ourselves. It's fine. We're all fine. It's the end of the show this week, because I have nobody to talk to. What? I heard some of the last bit, because my headphones are loud. Eric, one of us has to talk. Oh, uh, okay. All right. Uh, hey, everybody. Welcome to... <laughs> We were both just staring at each other like, who's gonna, who's gonna do the thing? What's it's gonna like happen? Podcast chicken. It was podcast chicken. It was like it was just like in, um, like in, uh, what's the movie? Rebel Without a Cause with James Dean. When in they fact, I've never seen that movie. Oh, really? It's a pretty good movie. I mean, you know, uh, the it's problem good. is, is I watched a TikTok montage of James Dean, and then I was like, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't. I don't, I don't need that energy in my life. It's too much. It's too much for me to handle. What's, what's the energy? Is it the raw sexual whatever? God damn, have you seen him in a dress shirt? Oh, like, he's magnificent. Good. Like I, I like I don't know if I'd ever had that visceral. Like I'm not a like a person who like gets attracted to like how people look. But there's just something about that vibe, man. There was something about that vibe. I was like, it's because it, it's more than just the look. It like you can infer just, like, like a like whole persona. Smolder. Yeah, it was like this. Like I don't know, man. But I was like, I'm too. It's 2021. I can't be getting thirsty for James Dean. <laughs> have you ever seen uh, Jim Carrey's impersonation of James Dean? I have not. It's fucking amazing. That guy's face, Jim Carrey. I don't know how he does what he does with his face, but he can contort his face into any shape. He does like the the, <laughs> the squinty things with like the eyebrows that are really high in the center. And then he like pops his collar and bends over and like turns around. It's it's incredible. Anyways, Katie, <laughs> welcome to the episode, everybody. Thanks for jump, jumping in. We're recording late today, so we're a little a little day loopy. I'm but... I'm. It is eight p.m. where I am, and wow. I'm I have had. I'm not gonna lie. I've not had the best day. I had just like a full on over stimulation meltdown at the store today, which doesn't usually happen to me. But like, I mean, like panic attacking, like digging through my purse, trying to find my earplugs, freaking out, overstimulated moment. And I had this like profound, like 
weird like i was in the bathroom and i had like my purse on like the thing where you like change your baby's diaper and i'm like digging through it i'm like maybe i have a tampon and i could like make earplugs i'm trying to like craft like macgyver together earplugs and then the whole time all i could think all i could think of was that fucking video that's been going around tiktok oh, about gosh. the guy who's like oh no isn't real like yeah I'm sure I'm faking this for the clout, like as I'm <laughs> I'm trying to shove tampons in my ears to like not absolutely start crying in a thrift store. Like I was, that's how my day has gone. Gosh, well I'm I'm really sorry, sweetheart. That sucks. <laughs> and it was just really silly. Like I was just like, so now I'm just like exhausted. Like and I just like I just that's where I'm at in my day. Um, that video has been <laughs> on my mind way too much lately too. That that freaking guy so for, for those of you who don't know there was a there's a video that's been circulating tiktok especially on adhd tiktok it actually uh, we were going to play the audio f- for you on this on this here podcast but the he finally he took it down i guess today he must have taken it down after being put he on blast to for like I a week yesterday and it was still up yeah so. I, I mean honestly i've watched it like once a day like, I, know. I don't know. I was why. like, I just... keep giving him views, but I just get so mad that I want to like just like be mad about. So well, I'm like, like practicing Ugh. being mad because like when you have ADHD, especially if you talk about ADHD for a living, which we do, yeah, you, we hear all the time people saying that ADHD isn't real. Like it's part of our lives to just have to respond to that. It's part of anybody with ADHD's life to have to respond to people who are wrong and say that ADHD isn't real. So I was like rewatching it, like trying to exposure therapy my way out of the anger like <laughs> uh, just watch it until you're okay and then you can calmly respond you know but it was terrible so anyways i you want to talk about that today katie do you want to talk yeah, about also, what to say to people we, when they say ADHD is real? can we have an adhd shout out corner real quick yeah sure i want to shout out adhd adult and adhd everything and adhd silverback oh yeah for fucking crushing the game this week oh, yeah. on adhd here, here. tiktok because it is really, and I don't know if you have this, but like it's really hard to be a creator with mental illness and neurodivergency anyway. But like when the bulk of the criticism that you get isn't about you, it isn't about your appearance, it isn't for the most part even about your content, it's that the thing that you profoundly struggle with the most in the entire world and the thing that like just absolutely defines how you interact with the world is fake and you're faking and you're a liar and it's a conspiracy by big pharma and it's it's the the type of like anger and frustration and exhaustion that i feel just thinking about like five like you know because i like to do a little like every so often i like to do a little bit of like where do i see myself in three years where do i see myself in five years and like really and truly like i i want to continue educating and i want to continue advocating and i want to continue this because i mean like i said on tuesday like this means so fucking much to me but the 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 just unadulterated exhaustion that i feel of having to spend the rest of my life looking at people and going no but it's real is is sometimes very frustrating and very daunting and so when you suggested that we do an episode about that video i was really excited because like i just i have a lot of thoughts (laughs) me too she said as she trailed off contributing (laughs) nothing to the conversation you contribute plenty katie no i i I agree like part of me i really want to make this like a a helpful and educational episode like i want to give people tools but i also this is one thing where i can feel the soapbox coming where like i can feel that at some point i'm just gonna go off i feel like you just smashed the soapbox but like we'll just we'll just say hey 10 minutes 10 10 second soapbox real quick but yeah it's really daunting especially since well one yeah this thing that i struggle with every day that profoundly affects every single moment of my life is being like you're denying that that thing is even real well like the gaslighting is insane like this thing that affects every single moment of every part of your life isn't real fuck you like it that's already just infuriating but also how there's only so much you can do to prove to somebody that objective reality exists. Yeah. Like there's only so much you can do. You can say, Hey, every major or uh, health organization in the world pretty much recognizes that this thing is real. Hundreds and hundreds of scientists around the world have all signed documents saying that they agree that it's real. And anybody who says otherwise is a fucking idiot. Um, the national <laughs> Institute of health, the U S department of education, the American psychiatric association all recognize ADHD. It's been in the DSM since uh, was it the first one in 1951? A while. Yeah. It's, there's only it, so much yeah. paperwork you can throw at somebody 
before you have to just sort of pick your battles and fuck off. But the, but the frustration doesn't go away. Do you find that, and like, I don't know if you have this, but like, I think this is a slight digression, but I promise I will come back around to the point, but I'm tired. Like, I, like, for my dystonia, right? My male clonic dystonia is a completely separate thing from my ADHD, and I don't talk about it as much because it's just like, it's little, it's tangential, you know? But like, I spent so long trying to get a diagnosis and in the process of trying to get a a diagnosis and trying to figure out like what was going on with me and like why I was having the symptoms that I was having, I had a lot of times where I was like, am I faking? Am I faking? Am I exaggerating? Am I, am I like unconsciously like exacerbating this, the, the symptoms in my own mind? Uh, you know, and, and I feel weirdly, I, I, often feel that way about my ADHD and and like I don't talk about it a lot because I feel like it's kind of a dangerous conversation to open up in terms of like sometimes I feel like I'm faking my ADHD um but it but it for me I think it's it makes me realize like the the ableism that I haven't internalized this idea Mm. that like you you can only ever be not okay you can only ever be okay or not okay, and you can't have good days and you can't have bad days, and like good days are proof that you're faking the bad days and like that kind of thing. Um, but so then when videos like that come up, and even though he was wrong, even though that like g- this guy was like he was so wrong, he used the one quote that everybody always uses from that shitty article that like literally if you Google that quote, like the second thing that comes up is the Snopes article disproving that quote, like. I still sat there and I was like, well, what if ADHD isn't real? And I'm, I'm just, I'm just broke. Like, I don't know why, but like my, my scumbag brain always does that. Yeah. And so what brings me great, I think what brings me the most sort of security is the consensus statement. Because like the contestant mm-hmm. statement is like the th- the like my little life raft, and for those of you who don't know, um, there there is a thing that exists in the world, and it is called the World Federation of ADHD, which I just want to be. I want to know how you get that fucking Starfleet <laughs> uniform. I was gonna say I'm picturing cool pins, you know, yeah, like, like they all have like communicator badges. <laughs> yeah. Um, but basically, so they've they've published this a couple of times. Like they first published one, uh, I think, in the early 2000s. 2002, they, if I remember correctly. Yeah. yeah, and then they republished it again this year. Like it is it is fresh, hot off of the presses, updated, and basically it is like a group of of hundreds of scientists from hundreds of different countries have come together to basically be like ADHD is real ADHD exists and let's talk about it um but one of the things that i like the best the most about the consensus statement is that they the first thing that they talk about is meta analysis mm. eric do you know what meta analysis is uh maybe a little bit but please enlighten me so Okay, so this is just me getting like really hyper fixated on science for a second, but Please. like academic Katie, academic Katie is going to come out for a second. So meta analysis is really important in conversation with ADHD, and it's something that we don't talk about a lot because it's sort of like the foundational baseline underneath part. Eric, what are you doing? I'm, I cannot focus. What I was I'm reading, so I, I was just pulling up the consensus statement you're on like the screen so I can read it. Around and you're like, I am so sorry. I no, I just, it's sweet. It's I okay. Just... No worries. I'm sorry. I'll hear it's it's up. I'm done. I got it. It's okay. I just I thought you were trying to like secretly fucking s- signal to me, and that it's fine. So anyway, back Leave to my there. discussion about how ADHD is real. <laughs> it's fine. We'll keep it in. Um, but so like so but meta analysis is really interesting because it's like it it it's part of our our understanding of ADHD as a whole um but to understand ADHD you have to understand meta analysis and so what meta analysis is is that it's a type of statistical analysis which i know sounds really boring but bear with um but so basically what meta analysis does is it looks at multiple scientific studies at the same time and compares those statistically. So basically what that means is that like for the consensus statement to exist, they took 
dozens and dozens of studies that ask the same question. So first off, that tells us scientifically that more than one person is asking this question, whether it be like, I'm going to use ADHD and addiction because that's like, I'm, I'm prepping some content about that. So like there's been dozens of studies about ADHD and addiction and what ADHD looks like in, in uh, uh, or what addiction looks like in the ADHD brain. But so first off, quantifiably, we know that enough people are asking the question that they are there, there, there more than one study exists. I've said that five times. It's fine. I'm tired. But then what they do is they look at that, that and they say, OK, we're going to take the results of that and then we're going to sort of like bring them into one thing. And so then that's how you track if the results are consistent across the board. And so what winds up happening is using meta analysis, we are able to quantifiably say that addiction affects people with ADHD at higher rates. Like we can make these quantifiably true statements based on looking at more than one study that's asking the same question and then comparing those results. And that is like so important because if you look at like literally the definition of meta-analysis, it says that uh, the aim is then to use the statistics to derive a pooled estimate estimate sorry closest to the unknown common truths like so it's like you're you're using this data to establish just fact yeah exactly i mean i, I, I just talked for so long we can edit all of that no, out Kate, i'm sorry <laughs> katie you're an immensely knowledgeable interesting and wonderful person and this is a podcast that's I that's know, quite you're that supposed was, to do that, that. Was, that was eric i can't feel my thoughts <laughs> i'm sorry i sweet. don't know what's happening it's okay. So it's okay. You that that was great. I think. Uh, well, I, I think. But you know what I mean. Like no, it's totally. really cool because like every there's what is it two hundred and eight statements in the in the ADHD consensus this year. Like when they republish it, two hundred and eight statements. Uh-huh. Every single one of those statements has been meta analyzed, analyzed. That's shut up. No, that's, that's exactly right. And that's fucking cool. Yeah, dude, like it's that, sick. Scientifically, that's fucking cool, man. Oh, yeah. I mean, especially, you know, if you're like us and you read a lot of studies, like it, you read one study, you, you know, first of all, the technical jargon in studies is like, oh, so you got to wade through all that shit to figure out what, what's actually going on. And then the, the study will draw some conclusions and it'll be like, oh, yeah, there was a higher percentage here. They did better in these circumstances, a bunch of shit. But no matter what, how conclusive that one study appears, it's still just one study. And so then you got to read another study and then another one and then another one and see if they all arrive at the same conclusion. And so what the consensus statement has done effectively is taken all of these fucking studies from all around the world, all done independently, funded by different places. So for one, the pharmaceutical conspiracy theorist assholes, fuck you. Like we're talking about <laughs> all over the fucking yeah. world, like all over the place. Exactly. They've pulled them together and, and, gone okay given all of these these studies that we've done we can absolutely say we all agree that this is true that's what the consensus ultimately is is one a big fat adhd is real fuck you if you think anything otherwise um or you're wrong if you think you know you can believe that if you want you're just completely fucking wrong um but then also across all the studies these are the things that we as the scientific community not me but you know speaking for them uh, are very confident we can say about ADHD that we all agree, you know, consensus, we all agree on it. Here you go. Um, but what really frustrates me is, so everybody's entitled to their opinion, sh fucking sure. Um, but uh, how do I say this? I get really frustrated when, so, so you know, people like this guy in the video says that ADHD isn't real. One of their big things is, you know, think for yourself. You know, well, you're going to believe all that, you should think for yourself. Yes, I should think for myself. I will think for myself. And what I think is that I don't know fuck all compared to all those people. And I don't care about my opinion about this because my opinion isn't worth nearly as much as the opinions of these hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of scientists who all agree. So I am thinking for myself. <laughs> and what I think is that I should listen to these fucking people. Yeah. And if, for people for whom that is not worth anything, is that is the most frustrating thing in the fucking world to me. When it's like, dude... You're right. You should think for yourself and you should be aware when you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Like, that's a really important to be able to do that. Holy shit. And when the currency of like, hey, look, 
all these fucking people who know a million times more about this than either of us ever will all claim these things when that's currency isn't worth anything that's when i that's when i frankly disengage that's when i kind of go you know what i have to i have to for my own mental health i have to leave here and i think that's one of the bigger pieces of advice i would have when it comes to talking to people who say that adhd isn't real in a lot of circumstances your best option is to just fucking not engage for your own mental health not engage one because you're probably not going to convince them honestly i'm sorry you're probably not going to convince them because if they believe that ADHD isn't real, that means they're ready to throw out all these mountains Science. and mountains of data. Exactly. And there's just, and there's no, there's no coming back from that at least, or maybe there is, but it's, it's doubtful that you, one person will be able to do it. Um, but there are a lot of circumstances when that person is like a member of your family or somebody that you see every day. And so I think, although the best option is very often to just not engage, you know, if it's a stranger on the bus, just be like, all right, whatever, man. Um, but since sometimes those people are important people in your lives, I think it is important to have some things to say, not necessarily to convince them that it is, although that would be great, but just to get through that interaction yeah. and, main, and and be able to be okay, given that yeah. that happened. I mean, I think that there's a difference between, and I think maybe like that we're getting at like the heart of what we want this episode to be, because I think like there's a big difference between the the scientifically incorrect statement that like factually incorrect statement like ADHD doesn't exist like that's just wrong it is quantifiably like objectively wrong but there's also a lot of misconceptions about mm. ADHD and i feel like you know idiots on tiktok aside there are far far more people who who have misconceptions about ADHD what ADHD is how ADHD works and those are the things that like our listeners the the people in our community like run into like the mm -hmm. idea that people with ADHD are lazy and they're using it as an excuse like that's probably mm -hmm. like one of the biggest misconceptions that i i hear about um and so i think like talking about those misconceptions and like kind of like what you're saying is like you know providing a bit of context and a bit of like educational <clears throat> like not advice but educational tidbits you know to, <laughs> yeah. to offer i think that can be really helpful because yeah i think for a lot of people like they mean well you know like i don't think I, I, I like to think that a lot of people, when they have those misconceptions, it comes from a place of just not being educated and not being aware of like new science. And we see this come up over and over and over, especially in conversations with stuff like how your hormones affects ADHD. Like so many people don't know that, you know, like your menstrual cycle affects your ADHD. And like, that's not like you're ignorant. It's not like you're willfully choosing to like, it's just like something that we didn't know for a really long time. But now that science exists. So like, let's talk about it. Let's, let's, let's explain it in a way that makes that information more accessible. You know what I mean? Kinda? Oh yeah, totally. I, I think there's a fundamental difference between um, <clears throat> talking to a person who outright denies the existence of ADHD. Because in most of the circumstances when that has happened to me, it's clearly come from some place of hurt or trauma or, frankly, in a lot of cases, toxic masculinity, um, because, you know, men are taught from a very early age that they're only worth as much as as they can produce. And so there are a lot of men who have been who've grown up in the, the patriarchal yeah. structure who believe that, like, you know, hey, I get up at the thing and I bootstraps and I go, how, why can't you? And, and they're like offended by the fact that that's really hard for for some people. Yeah. Um, but so if there's if there's like a serious deep down conviction that ADHD isn't real, um, I think that's fundamentally different than talking to somebody who acknowledges that ADHD is real. They just genuinely have misconceptions. I think in that case, it would be really nice to have a little holster and be like, oh, actually, fun fact, you know, ADHD medication doesn't make you more likely to become addicted to substances. In fact, untreated ADHD makes you more, <laughs> yeah. you know, more likely to become addicted to substances. It's not the treatment. It's the it's the disorder that makes you more likely, not the treatment from the disorder. So, yeah, I think I think those are absolutely I think those are worth uh, worth bringing up because I think people who have misconceptions are often acting in places of, of good faith or from places of good faith, in which case here have some information, you know? Yeah. So what? OK, so then let's let's make our our list. Let's what do is. It. 
what is like let's just talk about like the most common ones that that you hear i mean the first one i would yeah. hear is that you know people with adhd are just lazy they're yeah. they lack discipline they lack motivation and like frankly i think the best possible answer to that is just like we're the exact opposite thing of lazy in fact like i think <laughs> yeah. people with adhd have to work a lot harder to be as productive as they are because we are constantly battling executive dysfunction and executive or yeah it's just executive i'm so tired <laughs> so it's, you're doing great you're doing great it's fine but i think i mean i think that and it's and you know like i i will say that like i hate when you look up articles about adhd and there's always like the well lots of successful people have adhd like so-and-so celebrity has adhd you're like mozart probably had it and you're like cool but like that doesn't help me convince my husband that i'm not making excuses for why i can't get the kitchen clean and so i think for me the best way that i've found to sort of like initiate that conversation of no let's talk about like lazy and making excuses and and really just educating about executive dysfunction like what is executive dysfunction how does it affect a person how does it affect the way that you navigate through the world and I think when you put it in terms of like, it's not lazy, it's that I, I literally perceive tasks and task organization and time management in a way that you may very well never be able to comprehend. I think that's a really interesting place to start that conversation because it's like, well, let's unpack lazy. Let's unpack forgetful, you know, like that kind of thing. That that to me is like a really big one. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I, I think if somebody were to say there's no such thing as ADHD, you're just being lazy. At that point, it's like, oh, well, actually, there are images of brain scan. Like, my brain looks different. Like, mm -hmm. you can see it happening. You can see that when I'm trying to do something, the my default mode network, the part of your brains that are active when you're not doing anything, when you're chilling out, hanging out on a, in a hammock, your default mode network is is having a field day in your brain. Um, and your default, <laughs> I love picture. I love personifying the default mode network so much. I don't know why, but it's like become a hobby of mine. Um, so that's happening. But when you engage in a task, when you start doing something, a different network activates in your brain. Something that's referred to as the task positive network. Now these are supposed to sort of trade off. So when you're at rest, you're hanging out, you're watching Netflix, you're doing whatever you're doing, hanging out. Your default mode network's active, and then you kick into go mode, I got to do something, task positive network takes over and you start doing the thing. Um, for people with ADHD, their default mode network remains very active even when they're trying to get something done. And it takes much more stimulus from the task in order to get our default mode network to shut up when we do the thing. And you can see this in brain scans. Um, there was a really interesting study done. Um, I'm going to talk for a second. <laughs> I just realized That's I right. started talking about the study. You got it. You got it. Uh, this is a really interesting study. Um, there's a study done. Um, it's uh, the name of it is really long. Um, <laughs> I think I brought it up on the podcast before, but a lot of ADHD testing when you go in for an ADHD evaluation will have something called a go no go test. Um, and what that is, is you're looking at a screen, you got a button um, and you're supposed to press the button at specific times. Uh, for me, when I got tested, uh, the screen would flash uh, stars. It was a big white screen. And for like one second at a time, a star would flash And my job was to press the button whenever a star popped up that had four points before it went away. So I had to act quickly because I had to press the button before it went away, but I also wasn't supposed to press it if it didn't have four stars. So the idea is that you, you have to balance impulses. Um, you have to, you have to uh, regulate your, your, your want to press the button every time a star pops up and go, wait, does it have four stars? And an ADHD person, a very specific pattern emerges um, when you have that test. So those are called go no go tests. Um, there was a study done that was a go no go test, um, and the idea was very similar to the stars thing, but it was aliens. So an alien would pop <laughs> up on the screen, and there was something indicating that there were certain aliens that you were supposed to catch. They're like dangerous aliens, and there are certain aliens that were friendly and they were nice. They're like Casper the friendly alien, and you weren't supposed to catch them. So it's a very similar thing. You press the button yeah. when you're supposed to well, catch it. You don't want to. Why you don't. was she walking down the alley at night carrying a calculus book, right? Eric? It's sus. <laughs> that's how, that's if you do that. If if you do that, then you're immediately part of the Men in Black. You get to meet yeah, Will Smith if you right ace then. The test, do you get to be in the Men in Black? Thank you for getting my joke. <laughs> oh I yeah, was absolutely. Really proud of that. 
You get to, and, and it's important. They're gonna give you a chair, and they're not gonna give you a table. You got you got to move the you gotta table. Drag, you got to drag the table. You drag it as loudly as you can as, too. That's a big part of it. It's got to be yeah. super loud. <laughs> but anyways, you know, I thought I, I spent a really long time for so long. thinking about the fact that like you could have just taken the pillow out of the chair and then sat in front of the chair, like on the ground, and yeah. used the chair as the desk. That's what I would have done. Yeah, and I think about that a lot because like the whole chair is like an egg shape. But right. like the, the seat of the chair is flat, so you have a desk area if you sit in front of it like a desk. Huh. That's true. I always thought that I would have gone on the floor. That's free in my head since like the 2000 <laughs> movie came out. <laughs> you definitely would have been in the Men in Black. You would have been Will Smith's partner. I would have incredible. When, I do uh, look good in a suit. You do? Well, yes, you do. Yes, you do. Jeez. Uh, we could riff on this. The rest of the episode could be us riffing on this. Uh, anyways, so you're supposed to catch certain aliens. You're not supposed to catch other aliens. Um, you get a point every time you do the thing right. So every time you don't catch an alien that you weren't supposed to catch, you get a point. When you catch an alien that you were supposed to catch, you do get a point. Um, if you fuck up, you lose a point. Um, I'm just internally screaming and burnt out, gifted and talented kid. This sounds like my personal hell. <laughs> but the aliens are really cute. I imagine. I never saw pictures <laughs> of the actual aliens, but I'm. I have an image. What are you picturing, dear listener? What alien? I'm picturing a green alien with a little with a little doodle doodle on its head. I was picturing like thing. like a like a gumdrop, but the gumdrop has like little stick arms and like Aww. stick antennas. Aww. And there's like green gumdrops and like blue gumdrops and the and the green were the good and the blue were the bad. I don't know why I arbitrarily chose that, but that was what was in my head was little gumdrop aliens. That is delightful. Thank well, you. Well, <laughs> but like and also it's very singing. important they have like just little like dots for eyes, but you know like when dots for eyes can be like really cute. They have like little dots for eyes and like little smiles, but then yeah. the blue ones have a line because they're bad aliens. Whoa. So they're just like they're, they're blue like meanies. they're mean. They're blue meanies, yeah. What? Well, so you got so I guess the green aliens would be the don't catch aliens, and the blue aliens would be the catch aliens. Well, if you are you trying to In catch the good can? aliens or the bad, you're trying to catch aliens. the bad aliens. You got to catch oh, the bad yeah, aliens. Oh yeah, then you have to catch the the blue meanies. The blue meanies. So then that way the green the the good greenies are are okay. <laughs> Glad to hear you. that's how you I'm gonna be an draw ally a picture of, the... of, a, of I'm gonna draw a picture and then I'm gonna tweet it and then of... that way everybody will know what that looks like. <laughs> Good. Uh, can I name one of them a Fark? F A R K. I don't know why. I think that's a really Fockleston. funny name. Fockle. <laughs> Jeez. So okay. <laughs> Where was I? ADHD podcast. Um, Eric, I'm like I cannot stress enough like how much I am struggling today. Like you... I like. You're doing great. You're doing great. Hey, if it's we fine. end up if we end up just riffing for the rest of the episode, then we'll do another episode it's next right. week. Well, I want to talk you know? about ADHD misconceptions. We've Let's been, do like, it. That guy made me so cranky. Also, they have I little know. legs. And they have little just, stick like, legs. Tiny, teeny little feet. Teeny little feet. Aww, and they got buddy. little little things. And then, yeah. Oh, he's so mean. <laughs> he's so mean. Okay, you ready? I'm gonna yeah. show you. Okay, I get to see. Okay. Oh, he's so cute. He looks, he's, he's so cute. He's like the size of a thumbnail. He's just a, like a blue, guy. he's a blue meanie, but he's not blue because I didn't have blue post-it notes. It's fine. In your minds. <laughs> go to, go to our, uh, go to Twitter, I guess. I don't know. Uh, this <laughs> fine. It'll be on the web somewhere. It'll be on the World Wide web. Okay. 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 I'm going to finish this thought. I'm going to finish this thought. It's going to happen. You get one point for doing a good thing. You get you get you lose one point for fucking up in this in this test again. So you got the go no go test. Catch certain aliens. Don't catch other aliens. It's timed. It's a whole thing. You lose a point for doing a bad thing. Get a point for getting a good thing. People with ADHD did markedly worse on this test than people without ADHD. However, oh, and you then they scanned their brains while they were doing this too, um, so that you can see that the default mode network remained very active even as they were doing this task. Where in neurotypicals it did not, or people without ADHD it did not. Their the task positive network ramped up. Default mode network went down. However, however, if you made it so that you got one point for doing a good thing, but lost five points for doing a bad thing, the people with ADHD did exactly as well as people without ADHD because it was more stimulating because it was a bigger, it was a bigger deal. It what? was worse, right? I, isn't that the most fucking cool thing? So by increasing the stakes of the game, like a mistake is really bad, there, a person with ADHD is far more likely to be able to focus on that task. At least that's what this study suggests. And I think that's the coolest fucking thing. So when a person says, you know, ADHD is you're just being lazy, an excuse for people to be lazy. It's like, no, dude, you can fucking look at my brain when I'm trying as hard as you are to do a thing. And my brain is just like, no, 
nope, nope, <laughs> no. nope. Nah, and I gotta just nah. be like, brain, yes, brain, come on. And brain's like, no. And I'm like, brain. And then maybe I'll end up doing the dishes. <laughs> It'd be nice. <laughs> After a week of fighting that battle, eventually I'll be able to do the dishes without my brain catching fire. Anyways, so that's something. That's just a fun study to bring up when, when somebody tells you that you're just being lazy. Anyways, here's, here's the middle interstitial. We'll be right back. And we're back. I hope you really enjoyed that minute interstitial. I never do transitions to those, but I figured, hey, it's 30 minutes, so I screw it. I was just going to say, like, I could just do the interstitial right now, like, live, but then we wouldn't have to edit it after the fact. Oh, but yeah, do you think like, you could do it? You want to do it? I mean, I got... I, I can well, do, always... do it, too. You want me to do it? Yeah. What should we tell people about today? I know. Uh, hey, everybody. Thanks for listening to Infinite Quest. If you, if you want to support us financially... Then <laughs> Eric, you're moving. You're moving in 15 days, oh, Eric. Yeah, that's right. Tell I'm, the people God, is it really about, 15 this days? is the weirdest episode we've ever done. This is Everything a very strange episode. Wrong. Well, let's, I guess we learned to not record an episode at night the night before. I'm moving to Georgia in 15 days, largely thanks to all of you who have become members of the Patreon. Um, they've sent uh, they've sent donations via Twitch or other things. Thank you so much. Holy shit, it's really happening. Um, yeah, it's, it's so, so excited. It's, I'm so excited. So if you'd like to continue to so, to support Infinite Quest, um, we have a Patreon, patreon.com slash infinite quest. Um, if you want to become a little, become a member of the Fruit Snack Heroes, Fruit Snack Nation Heroes <laughs> people, you can do what? that. That's really fun. Well, because my I got Hagoods Heroes and you got Fruit right. Snack Nation. And so the mixture of those is the Fruit Snack Heroes. Fruit Snack Heroes. Which is also a really good, like, Panic at the Disco fruit type band. Snack. Jesus Christ. Um, so that's happening. Also, Katie and I are going on tour. Um, we're setting up some cons. We're going to be um, at Play On Con. We're going to be at Dragon Con. Um, if you want to know where we are going to be and when we're going to be there, head on over to InfiniteQuestPodcast.com and click on tour dates and you will see where we will be. And it's going to be amazing. Also, we were just on the American Sex Podcast with Sunny Megatron. It was really fun. So go listen to the American Sex Podcast. That was really cool. Um, I don't know. Is there anything else, Katie? I think that's pretty good. Oh, that's it. I think we can get back to the episode. That's it. That was the interstitial. Cool. This is the best episode we've oh ever done. Gosh. I like that we were like, we're going to do a serious episode about education and breaking the stigma about ADHD and then I just turned it into talking about men in black. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right. Would it help you if I, if I brought up another misconception and asked you yeah. about it? Yeah. Yeah. I just, I just, I honestly like there's, there's just like beautiful poetic irony in the fact that like I am struggling so hard to manage my focus on well, while recording an episode about the the misconceptions about ADHD that is just like I just think it's funny at this oh, yeah. point. Yeah, well, I think it also goes to show that um uh basically how do I I want to say this without making it I I don't want to be wrong um when you're emotional you're there's hormones going around in your body and hormones tend to affect ADHD so when I get like really angry my ADHD symptoms go out off the fucking charts when I get really sad my ADHD symptoms go out the chart. And I'm pretty mad about this fucking guy's video, and so my brain is just going all over the goddamn place. Um, all right, Katie. Here's, okay, here's what, one. What here's one. Here's okay, one. Okay, hit it. Hit me. Um, a kid who can play video games for hours couldn't possibly have ADHD. I wrote this one down. <laughs> that's, that's dumb. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, it's a I real mean, thing. It, People are like, hey, yeah. you couldn't possibly have ADHD. And it's, I mean, not just video games. That's just a really common example. But like, you know, oh, well, you can make coffee stirrer models for like three hours straight. You couldn't possibly have ADHD. What do you say, Katie, to people who say that? I mean, I think that honestly, I that's the one that I get the most heated up about because like that and like a person with good grades can't possibly have ADHD were like the two that I heard the most when I was younger as as like a reason why I couldn't possibly have ADHD. Like, oh, well, you focus so well on this and you focus so well on this. And it's like, yes, because my brain is constantly seeking dopamine. And my brain is constantly looking for a stimulus activity that is is good enough to, like, hold my focus and hold my attention. And so, like, yeah, I don't want to fucking do my math homework, but, like, I will hyper focus on making this costume or, like, doing whatever because, like, that is the thing that my attention is focused on, which is why 
as much as I hate Vast as a name, oh, yeah. I think that attention deficit is such a misnomer because it is it's it's not it's a fucking like dysregulation of your attention it is you you cannot focus your attention in the way that makes you know life easy to live like i'm a fucking pro hyper focus hyper fixator um and i think the other part of that though too and something that like we that honestly like i kind of want to start talking a little bit more about like just in my own content is like the negatives of hyper focus because mm. like we talk a lot about like how great it is you know like oh when you buckle down and you can get something done but there's also like a a a monkey's paw to that and that's like the when you're you know like especially for me like it's costumes and i just bought a bunch of new fabric to build a cosplay that is due on saturday and it's wednesday night so like i'm looking into my future and i know what my friday is going to be um but like it's it's that super unhealthy taking of the hyperfixation to the extreme it's mm-hmm. the like i'm gonna do nothing but sew this costume for the next 10 hours and then the cycle of burnout of like when like that hyperfixation breaks and then you're like i don't want to sew for the next six months because like that's the last thing that i want like hyperfixation ruins lives man like it ruins hobbies it ruins activities it 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 sucks the joy out of a lot of things and i think that's something that we don't talk about and so in conversation with like the dysregulation of attention like it's like yeah man it's great that you can focus on minecraft for seven hours but when you've burned through all your minecraft dopamine and then you've got a giant hole in your life and you have to spend the next you know six months trying to impulse control your way through finding something else it gets to be a lot more you know oh yeah absolutely i i think um another weird like other side of the whole monkey's paw hyper focus thing the monkey's paw of hyper focus is um well like there are a couple that i immediately just came up when i was thinking about this but um it can be kind of addicting like it can get if this happens to me this is probably the thing about hyper focus like the 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 sharpest edge on the double-edged sword of the hyper focus that was a great fucking analogy nailed it so um, good. <laughs> it's compelling podcast. It, it convinces me, or I've con- I sometimes have convinced myself that being hyper focused on something is the only way to focus on something and get something done, which then causes me to believe like, oh, if I'm not going to hyper focus on it, I'm just not going to do it, and that's fucking dangerous. That's interesting, right? Like, because so, like there have been many times in my life when I hyper focus on like cleaning the kitchen, and I'm just like, oh, I'm going to make this fucking thing so goddamn sparkly, but that doesn't happen all the time. And if I only cleaned the kitchen when that was happening, I would fucking never clean my kitchen. And so I get addicted to the joy of being hyper-focused and the dopamine bursts of being hyper-focused on stuff. Um, and oh, that man. can be really dangerous. At that's least it has so, been for me. That's so... I'm dangerously close to a podcast breakthrough because Whoa. like, I do the exact opposite thing. I avoid things that I know I'm going to get hyper-focused on. Huh. Like I do the exact opposite because like, like even in like conversation with like costuming and stuff, because like, again, I'm, I really want to build this cosplay for Saturday, but like I put it off and put it off because I was just like, if I start then I'm not going to want to stop and I'm not going to want to take a break and like whatever. So now I've left it to the last minute and it's like, am I going to rush to the finish? Am I going to like do it at all? Cause it's not necessary. I don't have to build a costume for Saturday. I just want to, because it's a themed weekend at the fair and I think it would be fun, but it's not like a, a, desperate need you know to get that done but like that's that's i think the difference is like i i actively avoid getting hyper fixated because like i get so invested that it consumes my life Hmm. and i hate that feeling because i hate feeling powerless because like at some point like even in when i'm enjoying it i get frustrated because I'm like, because now if I stop, if I stop in the middle of the build, if I stopped in the, in, you know, in the middle of cutting out the pieces or whatever, then I'm like, now I have this mess and now I have all this shit and I've got, you know, like, and, and if I don't finish it, then I'm going to feel like a failure and like, oh, fuck. And so like, it all just kind of like compiles into like, I'm really enjoying it, but slowly like the dopamine is going as I'm worried about like, well, now I've fucked up my whole dining room and turned it into a sewing center and like, you know, blah, blah, blah. So yeah, like I I actively resist that like hyper focus little cookie. Huh. 
dude that's that's really because i i do that too how do i say but almost i don't want to say selectively because it's not like but i know now that i think about it i notice myself doing that too and i can't I don't really know exactly what causes me to either like dive into hyperfocus or avoid it, but I do know like think about if you were going for a run, <clears throat> you know, you start your house and you go for a run. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> You're going for a run. I used to like, run. I used to be a runner. That's right, you I, fucking, I used that. to be fucking hyperfixated on it. This is what I'm talking about. There you go. Well, so so you're going for a run. As far away from your house as you go, you have to come that far back. Yeah. You know. And so, God, like, the scariest thing in the world to me is be, like, going for a run, which I never do. Um, but if I went for a run, getting, like, far over my house and then fucking totally losing the motivation, just being, like, fucking being out there and being screwed, which is a more, that, that fear of, of it, well, that, that goes a little deeper into, uh, into my depression. Um, <clears throat> but, like, a lot of times when I'm afraid to leave the house, it's yeah. because I'm really afraid that I'm going to get depressed once I've reached my destination and I'll be stuck. Aww. And like, I won't be able to get, well, I mean, I will be able to get back, but it'll be excruciating because I'll just yeah. like, I just want to like lie on the floor wherever I am. But that's a different story. Um, but anyways, hyperfocus has that same sort of thing of like, if I get hyper, I know, like, for example, I just got found a TV on the street. Um, it's nicer than the shitty TV that I use as a second monitor. And so I was like, oh shit, if that works, awesome. I can swap out my TVs, bring it back to my house. Doesn't work. Um, or it works, but the backlight's broken or something like that. Um, so I was like, oh shit. God damn, which is not that it was, I wasn't mad that it was broken. It was a free TV. What I was, I, I immediately was like, oh fuck. If I start taking apart this TV and trying to fix it, my life for the next seven hours will be taking apart this TV. I'll rearrange my room. I will clear off my entire desk for TV maintenance station. Like I will keep going. And then at an hour seven, when my room is destroyed and there are screws all over the floor, I will imme I will suddenly just stop giving a shit. And all that stuff will stay there forever. My desk will be taken up by this shitty TV for the next six months. I will never get any work done. That's a really scary thing about hyperfocus to me, is is getting in really deep and yeah. then losing it. That's that what I'm scares talking the about. shit out of me. That's why like I've got like that's why I work really hard to like finish costumes. Hmm. But then like it's for me, it's always like a burnout cycle is because like I get to right to the end. And that's when like the hyper focus breaks because I'm like, oh, it's good enough for what it's so, like a lot of times if you look at my costumes like there's ne they're never hemmed and never <laughs> finish hems because it's just like the last thing, you know. But like so I have to work really hard to make sure that like, no, I need to get this done, you know, especially like with Dragon Con coming up, like I'm building a couple of cosplays and I'm very excited. Oh, about I can't them. wait. But like it's, you know, it's, it's like a thing. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Um, all right. Hey, do you want another, do you want another ADHD misconception? Yes. Cause I could talk about hyperfocus for a long time, which actually it's been a while since we've done an episode on hyperfocus. I mean, I, I, might... I mean, I feel like we're just like smorgasbording, but yeah. I have one more thought about hyperfocus. Oh, yeah, that please, I, please, please. I think, and this is like, this is fruit snack warning. Um, but I think one of the reasons why kink works so well for my brain is because it is a safe place for me to just be like, okay, I'm just going to like focus on what's going on right now. And I can like actively participate it, participate in it in a way that is like safe for my brain to engage as much as my brain wants to engage. And like that was like a really important thing for me to realize. And a fruit snack warning. That's I don't feel like that was too fruit snacky, but no, that's interesting. Well, I think too, I think we talked a bit about this on Sunny Megatron's podcast, I think. Um, but uh, the the idea, how do I say this? Um, what's scary about hyperfocus turning off for me is that I then have to make a choice. I have to choose, like, am I going to white knuckle my way through to a good stopping point with this? Or am yeah. I going to just drop it, which is what I really fucking want to do? Yeah. Um, and I found that sometimes there isn't an option. Like, for example, if you run, if you're going on a run and you run a mile away from your house, you have to you have to get back somehow <laughs> like yeah. you know you, you you at the end of the day that's going to happen well i mean hopefully that happens um perhaps perhaps you get you you meet your soulmate right then and they you whisk away to milan or something i don't know in which case amazing i hope that happens that's actually way preferable to just going <laughs> home i don't know <laughs> riffing um uh oh um and so that idea of like i don't have a choice is weirdly um is weirdly enticing to me. Um, like, in a, how, do, how do I say it? And by, by that, I basically mean um, 
there's like the idea of surrendering of just being like i am in this moment now and that's what's happening and i'm going to like obviously like safe words and all that like you can get out of that's not how kink works and if that is if you're doing kink that way you're doing it fucking wrong consent and safe words my friends listen to our previous episode um but that idea of surrendering is is very enticing to me and i think it's because i i have such a profound mistrust of my own focus um and you know sometimes i'll be hyper focused on something and then i'll lose it and i'll be like fuck and i'll be like i'll white knuckle my way into cleaning up the the tv that's in 20 pieces on my desk um but then it'll come back and I'm like, fuck, and like, I really want to work on that TV some more and I have to bring it all, I either have to bring it all back out. It's, you know, variable attention, uh, Katie, yeah. variable I attention. Just, I, I really hope, like, honestly, I really hope that by the end of my lifetime, they've renamed it. Like, I, yeah. I really do. Like, I like I, I know that like Connor DeWolf did that like Dave video, which, yeah. by the way. I you thought guys, that was funny. I see I that Connor. Was funny. I see Connor's content. <laughs> yeah. If you're listening to this podcast, you probably like you know are like think I I like I appreciate. I see Connor's content. I have been tagged in that video four thousand yeah. times, and that's not hyperbole. Like I count it. Like I'm like guys. I've seen the video. Yeah, I see the videos. <laughs> Please, I get tagged in his videos so Please. fucking much, and it's and I'm like. You know, we know who Connor is, and I, I feel really guilty. But it's just—it's ruining my that that one video is ruining my life. But I'm like, I honestly, I think like anything that just like takes away the like deficit, yeah. like the the this idea that it's like a deficit is just so fundamentally wrong. Yeah, I think I don't have like you know, for one, I shouldn't be the person to rename ADHD. I am not qualified no. to do that. But I would like to see. The I want idea... it to turn. I want it to be Dave. I like. I just hope that like somehow funny, like. Yeah. The, just like some scientist goes, you know what, Connor DeWolf, you got something, kid, and just fucking. Does I love it. that. I would love that. Well, I think I wanted to address the idea of regulation because I think that's the big. Uh, well, for one, well, all right, we're talking about misconceptions. I think that's a big misconception is that a person with ADHD doesn't have attention. They like it's a deficit. Like it's they. There's no such thing as focus to them. That's not the case. That is not. It's a, it's a struggle to regulate your attention to decide where it goes. That's at the core of ADHD is deciding. Yeah. Well, ultimately, ADHD is a disorder of well, regulation, fundamental. And and how that manifests between hyperactive and and inattentive oh, yeah. and combined to the point where like we're already getting away from that. We're just like like just like hyper like defining it as like one or the other or both, you know? Because it's like it's a it's a spectrum and it's a spectrum all the time. But like for me. My impulsivity and hyperactivity absolutely comes up like in conversations because like I immediately think of like nine different things that I want to say and I have to choose one and then that one like offshoots into eight different ones and my brain is constantly going like, okay, but what about this thing? What about this thing? And so it's like, it's really, really loud inside my head, but like all of that is going on inside my head. I'm not like hyperactive in the sense that I have to like get up and walk around and like move around and fidget. It's that I see it's I. It's like, you know, this is really stupid, and you can make fun of me for it. But you know that like one scene in Doctor Strange or in like the Avengers where Doctor Strange is like, I've looked at all possible realities, yeah. and like, there's only like that to me was like one of the most like like relatable things because I feel like that's constantly what I'm doing. I'm like constantly looking at every single thought and word and thing that I'm saying, and like that's not a dysregulation of attention that is a dysregulation of potential as it relates to like my like you know what i mean like it's so weird but that's like that's like what it feels like inside my head it's just fractals like constant fractals of ideas and like which one do you choose oh yeah absolutely i think that 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 image i'm really proud of that analogy by the way that's a really good analogy no (laughs) thank you great um well i think that image of dr strange so for you why if you haven't seen avengers infinity war what are you fucking what come on you gotta watch avengers infinity war um speaking of which katie i haven't seen loki yet don't spoil it no spoilers it's Um, i'm i'm not in the first episode i thought i was gonna be that's a spoiler katie it's it's not a spoiler i was gonna have a really fun time looking for you oh no i'm not i'm definitely not in the first episode i'm sorry i'm really bummed out about it all right whatever i've been to the ren fair so i'm gonna be i'm still gonna look for landmarks and stuff fun 
um what was i saying um oh yeah that scene with dr strange um where he's looking at all the um all the things and his he's looking one and he's like you know he's flashing through realities and his head is twitching and he's looking here and he's looking there that that's what an adhd attack feels like to me now as far as i know there's no such term as an ADHD attack. I literally was about to call you the fuck out. I, I was know like, you that's want, made up. If you watch my content, Katie, you know I've talked about I this before. occasionally watch your content. No, okay. I suffer through... Just kidding, I love oh, you. Oh, oh, man. It's okay. It's, we were, everybody, this is in good fun. This is good fun. Um, but the idea, like... So I know there is no such term as ADHD attack. Well, there is now, because I just said there, it. But... I mean, I feel like that's a really good way to say... Like, I instantly know the the experience that you're yeah. you're describing. Oh, yeah, because, like, I have ADHD 100% of the time. That's because I have ADHD. Um, but there are times when, for whatever reason, it just go. It gets dialed to 11. Sometimes it lasts for, like, a couple minutes. Sometimes it lasts for a day. Um, but if you are to think of, like, um, you know... Uh, Speaking of, of of fractals and subdivisions, you know, like I have ADHD, I often say that I have ADHD on all subdivisions of time. Like from year to year, you can see my ADHD. Like, oh, this year he was like <laughs> really into making sourdough bread, and now he's a podcast host. You know, like all over the fucking place. Oh my god, I have ADHD week to week, month to month, day to day, all the way down to like the second to second basis. Katie, you just had a thought. What, what are you thinking? I like I don't like. God damn it, we're like so close to being out of time, but like. That is how I, I don't, I'm really bad with time. Like I'm terrible with time. Like I, like if you ask me what happened five years ago or 10 years, like I can't, I honestly most of the time can't tell you. I do everything by ADHD hyperfixations. Oh yeah. Like I, I, I like tell my time like, oh, that was the year that I was a magician. That was the year that I worked at the casino. Like that was the, like. That's how I like relate a lot of my life is like, well, what was I doing? Like, what was I in? Oh, that was my Doctor Who year. Like right. I dated him while I was watching Doctor Who. Like right. that's that's just like we I don't think we've ever talked about that. It's just like weird that we both do that. I'm no, totally pleased yeah. that I found that out about you. That's the only way. Like <laughs> you can if you ask me like, oh, when did that happen? Like I couldn't tell you in years, but I could be like, oh, well, that was Five hyperfixations ago. Yeah. Five like, oh, career yeah, choices like, was, ago. <laughs> but that's like it. I was like, I intrinsically link time to like the, the time I spend with hyperfixations. Oh, totally. Um, but I think it like, so for an ADHD attack is, so I have ADHD on all time scales. So all the way down, you know, week to week, day to day, hour to hour, minute to minute, um, all the way down to like a certain amount of seconds. But usually it bottoms out at a certain point. Like I'll have any, like where... I'll be bouncing from thing to thing on a good day. I get like 10 seconds, maybe a little less or like 10 seconds where I can be like, okay, I'm reading this book. And then, oh no, wait, there's this other thing over there. Like it's about 10 seconds. An ADHD attack happens when that shrinks down to like a quarter of a second. And I can't hold on to anything for more than a quarter of a second. And I'm just like, oh, over there, we'll just go over there. And I'm just like, I can't, even think a full word and i what happens it's it's i it's kind of scary um but my body starts to twitch a lot because my brain keeps telling my body to do a thing and then immediately changing its mind and so i'll like twitch my head to look over there but then twitch my (laughs) hand to reach over there and I, i i literally i end up just sort of shaking like like dr strange in that fucking scene so that's what i thought of when i saw that scene um but yeah, it's really weird. I wish uh, we don't really ADHD attack isn't really a thing that I think gets that talked we about. Should, like we should I I really like it because like that is I I actually kind of feel like I'm firmly in the middle of an ADHD attack like right now. Like not huh. of like a bad one, but like I am struggling far more and it's like I I know that part of it is because like I'm emotionally exhausted and I can feel a depressive episode coming on. But also like everything that happened today and like I was really stressed out. Like I fuck I fucking get it, man. Like I I I yeah, I, I get it. It's very it's a very weird sensation. It's a very strange sensation. And here we here we go. Are you ready for the full circle? <gasps> That's why it's so f- fucking frustrating when some jackass on the internet comes up and goes like, Oh, your whole thing isn't real. It's oh it's just fake. Nope. It's all made up. You've been manipulated. There's a global fucking conspiracy or whatever the hell. Like, are you kidding me, man? Get the fuck out of here with that shit. Like, I was like, I first off, like, yeah, I did. Yep. Yep. It's a whole thing. Well, Katie, uh, if my if my 
my my time is correct. I always have to set a stopwatch during these things because I will totally forget when we're I actually mean, going. I mean, we we both we I remember the three hour episodes. Oh yeah, God, that was that was when we when we started out. Like, all right, we have three hours. We got to make it an hour. It's gonna end up being an hour and a half. <laughs> well, so Katie, I guess all right. Here, quick question. Okay. You get you get like one or two sentences. Every <laughs> instrument in the world. <laughs> cool. I don't know if I, I'm sure I've actually asked you that question at some point. I'm not. I'm not sure. Um, I change my answer every time you ask. I, I change my answer pretty frequently. Yeah. Um. But question: What do you say to somebody who says ADHD is normal? I. You don't keep in mind, Katie. This is really like you don't. I'm not looking for some yeah. magnum opus. Just like really, what do you? Just what do you say? What do you I actually mean, say? Most of the time, I don't say anything. Honestly, like most of the time, I say well, I'm not going to change your mind and I don't care because, like, cool, you believe what you want. Um, but I think, like, oh, I'm going to get all emotional now. But, I mean, like, the the real truth is, like, my mom still really kind of doesn't believe that I have ADHD. Like, she's coming around to this, like, idea that I talk about having it a lot. But, like, you know, at the very beginning of all of this, like, I was, she literally looked at me and was like, you know, oh, you need to stop like lying to people about having ADHD. Like, that's not you. That's not you. Like, oh. and I was like, well, you know, yeah. So, I mean, it's it's not the same thing as like ADHD doesn't exist. But like, I think my answer is the same. It is. I respect your opinion. I I I don't, but it seems nice to say that. <laughs> um, you know, like I I absolutely understand why you might believe that, but I know the 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 storm that is in my head and i know what it is like to live inside my mind and i know what it is like to freeze in place in the middle of my kitchen because i i literally cannot comprehend the the impossible choice of unloading the dishwasher or turning on the microwave like i know what it is like to live these experiences and you can believe what you like but there is irreputable scientific proof that what i i experience is real there is documented evidence that what i am experiencing is biologically based and involves physical differences in my brain's brain and the the chemical like makeup of my anatomy and also if I'm not having fun with this. Like, it's it's not like a, you know, it's not a fucking superpower. Like, I would lie about having superpowers because I think that would be really fun. Like, I think having superpowers would be neat. But, like, it's it's not. And so this, like, weird, like, glorification, even in conversation with, like, it's all a conspiracy and we're all we're all drug addicts and liars. Like, why would I lie about this? Like, what do I stand to gain? from any of this like i cried in a thrift store bathroom today because i i didn't have a tampon to put in my ears because i was so overstimulated like i'm not in it for the glory man that's what i have to say that wasn't really an answer i'm sorry that was totally an answer i it was totally an answer i'm not in it for the glory man also i feel like that's like either on a t-shirt or, or like a tombstone or something i don't, I don't, I don't know something like that You know what I say? What? I just say yes it is. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, That's better. That was a better answer than mine. No, I don't think it's a better. Well, I mean, I think if I were to answer the, like what do I say when somebody says ADHD, what I actually re in real life would say is yes it is. That's like that's literally what I would say and that's it. Um but if I were to like make the argument, I would say yes it is. It's not up to you. It's not up to me. Our, my opinion and your opinion on it don't fucking mean anything. The opinions of these hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of very well, uh, um, oh my god, uh, educated, well educated, uh, well qualified, credentialed. <laughs> credentialed and qualified professionals all have a one conglomerate opinion, one amalgam opinion, and that is that it objectively is fucking true. So you can deny that if you want. I don't recommend it because reality is a good place to live, um, but. <laughs> Yes, it is. And that, that has outside of whatever, whatever you think. Yes, it is. Believe it or don't. It's a good answer. <laughs>
That's good. No, that's good. That's a good place. I was gonna I was gonna try and do the, the song live, but I left my ukulele downstairs. Sure. Okay, bye. Well, hey, everybody, that's it this week for Infinite Quest. Uh, here we are at the end. Good job. You made it to the end of the episode. Maybe uh, have a glass of water. That's right. I know I forgot to do it in the interstitial this week, so uh, you can do it at the uh, the end this time. You know, you're probably a little thirstier anyway. It's, it's been a little bit longer, so you're welcome. I'm just out here taking care of you. Well, hey, listen, as is now official tradition, we have some... Um, uh, fruit snack heroes to induct into the Infinite Quest family Hall of Fame. Here we go. It's the new Patreon song of the week. Let's do it. This week we have gratitude to extend upon thee for the number of new Patreons upon this week. Number three. Yes, they numbered three. So thank you to Darby and to Sandy and also Sarah. You are the three wise men three. I think Darby brought the gold and Sandy brought the myrrh and Sarah probably brought frankincense. Can anybody help us make sense of what you do with frankincense and myrrh? Like we understand gold, it seems practical, but myrrh and frankincense is symbolic. So I guess symbolically, you are our new wise men free. So thank you, Sarah and Sandy and Darby. And for everybody else who's already subscribed to the Infinite Quest Patreon, we really do appreciate you because your donations help us keep running the podcast. So from all of us here at Infinite Quest, thank you. Have a really wonderful week, everybody. Remember to be kind to yourself. Remember to take your meds. Remember to drink your water. And, you know, just generally know that above all else, we're just really, really grateful to get to do this every week. Jokes aside. So from all of us here at Infinite Quest, have a wonderful week. We'll see you next week. And we love you. Goodbye. Hey everybody, real quick before we go, I also just wanted to let you know that we talked a lot about the ADHD consensus statement on this week's episode. And so we have gone ahead and uploaded that to the Infinite Quest website over on the extras section. So if you want to check it out, you can. It's a PDF, you can download it. It's pretty sciencey, but I also think it's one of the most interesting documents to read about ADHD because it basically covers every question, every topic, everything that you could possibly think about in conversation with ADHD. And not only that, but they link to all of the different resources and all of the different sources that they used to make these sort of consensus statements. So it's a really, really powerful document if you are just learning about ADHD or if you just want to learn more about ADHD. So anyway, sorry to take up more of your time, but uh, it's up on our website. You can check it out if you like. So have a great day, everybody. Bye.